All right, now, I've got a secret. I'm going to let you in on the best bargain in all of travel. Come on close. It's called the Seishin Juhachikipu, and it is amazing. It only works for certain special magical times of the year. And here's the deal. For about 45 bucks, you get five days where you can just get on any train in Japan and ride for 24 hours. But of course, there's a catch. You can only take the slow trains. So, you know all those bullet trains you see in fancy advertisements and such? Well, you can't even look at those. You gotta get on the rickety and stop at each and every station train along the way, but that is all right. When you've got more time than money, being just out of school, me and my buddy Max, we woke up early, early in the morning and decided it was time to head south. It was glorious. We went to the Kyoto main train station and saw Japanese students waiting on the platform to pull the same trick we were. Where y'all going? North. For real? We're going south. Gambatene. Gambatezo. And we rode. I was a kind of happy you can only be on the road. Old, old, old ladies next to me talking about they make their own sake and would I like a taste. Heck yeah, I would like a taste, but y'all some bad old ladies. It's still early in the morning. And they laugh and start passing out rice balls with pieces of salmon inside. And I showed them posters of Michael Jackson and told them he was my cousin. And they were impressed. We kept riding. Nice people, crazy people, smelly people, kids, packed, trained, glorious day. And then it got dark out. We kept riding and riding and riding and riding until the train came to a stop in a broken down station house we knew not where. South. Wandered to a local watering hole, trying to figure things out. Sumasan! Couple beers to start. What is this place called anyway? And then this man with an Elvis hairdo, he comes up to us. Y'all ain't from here. Ooh, ooh, what gave us away? Well, you need somebody to show you around. And Max, he's wary, but I'm like trying to be open to the universe like Deepak Chopra said. And I'm like, all right, man, where we going? And he's following me, following me through some alleys and warrens. And then he opens a door and another door. And it's a private bar where there are lots of other nice men with Elvis haircuts. And they cheer when we walk in. And each and every one of them insists on buying us a drink. And then I look over at the older fellas and I notice one of them's missing a joint from the end of his pinky finger. And I see another guy. And another guy with exactly the same infirmity. And you see... Yakuza, Japanese gangsters, they sometimes cut the end of their fingers off as an act of contrition when they have done something wrong. And a lot of these fellas must have done something wrong. But I never had any problems with gangsters, especially when they're buying me free drinks in a gangster bar. And the man's like, hey, you want to sing karaoke? And I'm like, yeah, I want to sing karaoke, man. And I pride myself on never being the first one out, but it's getting late, 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 and the gangsters want to keep partying until the morning time, and I'm like, look, we got to go find a place to stay. And the big gangster, he's laughing. He says, no worries. He owns the hotel upstairs. Arigato. Max and I, we stumble up there, roll out the futons, and are about to crash. We hear this knock on the door. Max slides it open, and 
two ladies walk inside. They bow. We look at them. And they bow again. And I realize somebody downstairs thinks they're doing us a favor. And I don't know what to do. I try to explain to the ladies that they are lovely. Really, really lovely. Lovely. And thank you very much. But I'm from the Midwest. And in the Midwest, we really just don't know how to get down like that. But they don't seem to understand what I'm saying. They just bow and look and bow again. And I realize that they've got their own responsibilities because they're looking in Max. Max, he just puts his hand on my hand. And then he looks at the ladies, and the ladies, they look at Max, and I'm looking at Max, and I'm like, what in the world? And the ladies, they make the one final bow and file out of the room. Hey, hey, that's real funny, fool, but this is a gangster hotel. When they find out, they're not going to take kindly to your nonsense. And Max is like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we pack everything up. We sneak downstairs past the party, still going on out into the dark. We're running lost like crazy people, running till we cross a small park. And it's not really a park at all, but some benches and chairs. And we sit down in the chairs, and I'm asleep like we're reclining on 900 count satin sheets and then shaking and shaking and it's still dark and it's Max and he's shaking me hard, shaking me, what, 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 what? He hands me a steaming cup of green tea. Dude, dude, what? We've still got four tickets left. Today on Snap Judgment from PRX and NPR, Road Trip. My name is Glenn Washington, and this week, we're going to the side of the highway and sticking out our thumb, because the journey is always way better than the getting there. Buckle up. <laughs> 